Hey, all you nostalgic party planners. Welcome to 9021 Here We Go, the podcast that takes a look at each episode of the Beverly Hills 90210 franchise from Fox to the CW. One of us is a 9021 expert and the other is a 9021 novice. I'm Kendra Mickles and I'm seeing these episodes for the first time. I'm Nick Gunning and I've seen them all. Our show is brought to you by the Radio Meanwhile Network. Other shows on the network include This and Dorian Life, 90s Music Got Me Like, and previously on X-Men. You can follow all of the shows at Radio Meanwhile on Facebook, Instagram, and Threads. Please rate, subscribe, and share the show wherever you get your podcasts. You guys were really taking it to Threads on 90s Music Got Me Like. Not no me! No time for it. No time Eric for it Eric is the at one all. picking on them. Instagram is the picture half, and Threads is just the words half, you know? Yeah. It's it's fine. Anyway, is it going to take off? I don't know. Isn't all social media dead? Isn't that the real yeah, thing? Yeah. But anyway, uh, let's see. What are we discussing today? Well, Kendra, I'm glad you asked. It happens to be season eight, episode five, Coming Home. I'm coming home. I'm coming oh, okay. home. All right. You don't know that song? Probably. It was starting to sound familiar. <laughs> it's a good one. Okay. All right. Well, let's check out the Beverly Beat. We guarantee the Beverly Beat is the best advertising you'll ever get. I, that's how I imagine the beat Good. goes in Good. Beverly Hills. This episode originally aired October 1st, 1997. Birthdays, October 4th, Douglas Emerson, who played the late Scott Scanlon, turned 24. Yeah. He did that last episode and was like, see you never. Goodbye. So, October 8th, actress Bella Thorne was born. Okay. And October 11th, Luke Perry turned 31. Didn't look a day over 45. <laughs> One death to mention, October 12th, singer John Denver was killed in a plane crash at the age of 53. Yeah, I remember that. That was wild. This is so... F- I, it's not funny. I mean, this isn't funny. It's Whoa. funny that today in my uh-huh. guitar class with my kids... We played Country Roads. Oh, that's yeah, that's <laughs> but an easy I didn't one to know. Play. I should have yeah. I should have mentioned yeah. that to them. But what a time because Princess Diana, Mother Teresa, John Denver in a handful yeah. of months. Wow. Yeah. It's crazy. Beloved people. Uh as of today, this doesn't have anything to do with anything, but singer okay. Toby Keith passed away today. Really? Yes. Wow. Do you know who he is? Because you do. don't do country music. I do. Yeah, I know the name. Sure. He's only sixty-two. Yeah. But yeah, I know. I was shocked and very yeah. sad. I yeah. grew up listening to him. Movies, October 3rd, Kiss the Girls, starring Morgan Freeman and Ashley Judd, was released based on the James Patterson Alex Cross series. Oh, I, I've almost picked this up before, but I haven't. Not Kiss the Girls. Don't read Kiss the Girls. I, I okay. do like Alex Cross, but Kiss the Girls, I read it. And it was so disturbing that I immediately read the next Alex Cross book just to kind of like, okay, we got to move on from this. Okay, uh, but you're but you're talking dark. to you're talking to me. Would I be disturbed by it's, it? It's very sexual assault heavy. Mm, that's okay. my that's my trigger gotcha. warning for you. Yeah. Okay. Well, I've been warned. The Matchmaker, starring Janine Garofalo, was released also okay. on October third. Yeah. I don't think I've seen a thing with Janine Garofalo. Or really? maybe I just don't know what she looks like. Hmm. Let me look up her face and I'll tell you. What would you have seen with Janine Garofalo? Certainly something. Cert. I mean, you would think so. Yeah. That name is so like, Yeah. sure, Janine Garofalo. I've seen this. This is one of my wife's favorite movies. Um, have you seen Reality Bites or Mystery Men or Romeo and oh, Michelle's High School Mystery Reunion? Mystery Men. Okay, yes, so there you go. Of course. You've seen her. Mystery Men. That might be it. 
Okay. I've not I've not seen Reality Bites. All right. Oh, Wet Hot American Summer. She's in that. Yeah, she is. She is. I take back what I said. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Also not related to this, but thinking of recent celebrity deaths that hit me, Carl Weathers. Oh yeah. Carl Weathers. Rocky yes. and Mandalorian and all that stuff. Yeah, that was that was he was pretty young too, early seventies. Yeah, not not old at all. A lot of crazy things happening. Yeah. October 10th, Paul Thomas Anderson's Boogie Nights starring Mark Wahlberg and Julianne Moore hit theaters. Haven't seen it? Me either. Okay. I didn't I didn't know Mark Wahlberg was in that. Oh, That's he's funny. famously in it, yeah. Marky <laughs> oh, Mark. Now, I now you know. TV, October 6th, Gene Roddenberry's Earth, Final Conflict, begins its five-season run. Mm. Nick, I have been reading or listening to Patrick Stewart's book, Making It So. I am listening to Patrick Stewart's oh, book, Making It So, right now. Yes, I am. I'm about like 75% of the way in. Okay. And he's finally getting to the Star Trek stuff, but it like Gene Roddenberry didn't like Patrick Stewart. Like, I what the heck? Yeah, I did hear that. What the heck is well, up with that? I think it was just like you go from Kirk to like an elderly, bald Englishman to play they a Frenchman. They didn't have to pick him. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've been thoroughly enjoying it. Even all the Shakespeare stuff, which I thought I would be really bored yeah. with, I've really been enjoying the book. Yeah. So. But I have a huge crush on Patrick Stewart, so I'm a little biased. Yeah. Team Knight Rider, a short-lived spinoff of the 80s classic, debuted. I was never a Knight Rider guy. My co-host, Steve Rudd, from The Sandorian Life, adores Knight Rider. So he could probably tell you about this, but I've got nothing to add. Me either. I've never seen it. Okay. October 11th. Men in Black, the animated series, debuted. Man, what a time. Any movie that was made, they were like, how about a cartoon version? Do you want that? Do you want a cartoon version of it? Should we make it a cartoon? I guess. Music. October 7th, Janet Jackson released her album, The Velvet Rope. The album won several awards, including a Grammy, a GLAAD Award, a Billboard Award, and a World Music Award. Have you guys ever done Janet Jackson on uh, 90s music? We have not. One of these days. I know. We need to add her to the list. Yeah. October 14th, Green Day released their fifth album, Nimrod. It was certified double platinum in the U.S. Okay. I know you've covered Green Day. We have. Nick, they're going on tour, and they're playing all of Dookie and all of American Idiot. Like, the whole thing. That's cool. And they're coming close to us, and lawn seats are $400. Oh my gosh. To sit on the lawn in wow. the ver- on the grass. You don't even get Good a chair. For you. $400. Good for you, Green Day. Um, so, I saw I saw Goo Goo Dolls do all of Dizzy Up the Girl and that was pretty cool. Ooh, yeah. And I saw cool. Brian Wilson uh, and Al Jardine do Pet Sounds live, which was oh. also pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, very cool. So, yeah, probably not going to see Green Day, but mm. I'm like, maybe I'll win tickets. Maybe. It's happened <laughs> That's the before. Only way. Video games. October 10th, Star Wars Jedi Knight Dark Forces 2 was released for Windows. There's wow, not enough colons. A, not enough colons a, in that title. It's like more. the first time we saw the trailer for uh, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning. But it was just like they kept yeah. adding titles. And I yeah. just was dying laughing it's the first lot. time we saw the it's trailer. It's a lot. Yeah. All right, Nick, take us beyond the zip code. After his run as Teddy Montgomery during the CW years, Trevor Donovan played Austin, a recurring love interest for Melissa Joan Hart on the nostalgic comedy Melissa and Joey. Did you ever watch that show? 
No, but I've wanted to because I like both of them. Yeah, I don't think I watched like the last... We were watching it when it was on and it was like a big gap before the final episodes. I don't think I've ever seen the final episodes of that show. (gasps) Well, I guess you got to do that. I guess so. Obviously, Trevor Donovan is best known for his role as Lieutenant Grinch in USS Christmas. Of course. That's what people know him from. That's what I know him from. Was in Melissa and Joey, so... All right, let's look at our synopsis for Coming Home. I'm coming home. Kelly's had enough of the hospital and wants to move back to the beach house. Her feelings for Noah continue to blossom as she struggles to remember Brandon. Speaking of Brandon, he and Steve hire Terry Spar to get to work on the first issue of the Beverly Beat. That's an excellent newspaper name, by the yeah, way. It's good. Terry Spar. Yeah. Valerie continues to push Noah, and it seems to be working as is her partnership with Donna, which expands to include party planning. Finally, David is on the cusp of signing a band, and Carly enlists Steve to babysit Zach. Oh, and Kelly is beginning to remember. (gasps) Finally. All right, Nick, who's living in Beverly Hills? Today's episode was directed by Georg Fanity. This is his first and only episode. He has an amazing name, though. I think we can agree on you that. You didn't even stumble over that name. How yeah. much did you practice Thank that you. before you Thank said you. it? Well, I was in The Sound of Music, so. <laughs> uh, his directing credits go back to the mid-60s with classic shows like Mission Impossible, Emergency, and the OG <gasps> Knight Rider. That's two Knight, Knight Riders. It's two Knight Riders. I guess I guess we have to watch Knight Rider if we make one uh, more reference to it. That's okay. Although William Daniels... Uh, does voice Kit, the car. The talking car is voiced by Mr. Feeney, so That's he'd probably be there. Written by Lori McCarthy, and she's a workhorse. She's written a ton of these. She writes 51 total episodes of 90210. So. Wow. Been there, done that. Returning players include Angela Espy as Jackie Taylor, Miles Jeffrey as Zach Reynolds. Uh, this one's this one's sort of with an asterisk by it. Phil Buckman is here as Devin Taggart, the obnoxious band member. Mm. Loved watching him try to keep his arm flexed while sitting around the beach house. Yeah. I yeah. see you. I see you, <laughs> Phil Buckman. Uh, so he was in the show before in season two as an unnamed surfer. Who's to say he's not the same guy? You know what I mean? I think he is. I think it was. I think we saw a young Devin Taggart flexing his way through the surf uh, with Dylan McKay. After his time in the show, he'd go on to play Dr. Jeffrey Weiss on City of Angels. We have several new recurring players. The first, we've already mentioned, Fatima Lowe as Terry Spar. Other than bit parts in an episode of Seinfeld in a TV movie called Divas, this is her only role, and we'll see her for at least nine Crazy. episodes. I know. She really looks so familiar to I know. Me. I thought so, too. I thought hmm. so, too. I was like, oh, look at that. Hmm. Uh, nine episodes. That's nothing to... Uh, Whatever you do at something you don't Turn like. your nose up at. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Christopher Orr is here as Cooper Hargrove. Good looking guy, I thought. Had a I nice clean so face. Yeah. Yeah. Prior to this, he played Rick in D3, The Mighty Ducks. Rick. That's the only, not that Rick. Not that Rick. That was <laughs> Dean Kane. That was Dean Kane. Uh, the D3, The Mighty Ducks is the only one you remember, Kedra. What's the one thing you remember about yeah. The Mighty Ducks? The ant part where they yeah, put the ants in yeah. the, yeah. They... It's D3, The Mighty Ducks. Yeah. Yep, yeah. that's all okay. I remember. Gordon Thomas is here as Mr. Parrish. He played Adam Carrington on both Dynasty and the spinoff, The Colbys. We have Lucy Vargas as Eluvia. She had previously appeared on Melrose Place, plus episodes of ER and Jag. <laughs> also, I feel like I should mention that Devin's band members, the other guys hanging around the beach apartment, are played by James Berg, Dave McRae, and Jeff Van Atta. They never get names or personalities, but we'll see them. For as long as we see Devin. So, all right. There you go. 
And I hope that's forever. Do you? Yeah. Okay. All the flexing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's let's do it. Okay. Here we go. Okay. We're getting into it. We start at Donna and David's, the beach house. Mm-hmm. Brandon and Donna are setting up a welcome home for Kelly, like a sign and balloons yeah. and everything. And she arrives with Jackie and Donna, or Jackie and I guess it's just Jackie that's with yeah, her. I think so. I think so. And it's a little awkward still between Kelly and Brandon. Like she just fully seems put off by him. And he is not making it easy for no, her at no. all. No. Everyone here could take their foot off the gas. Like yeah. the big banner, the welcome home, Brandon being like, so I guess you still don't remember that we did it, huh? Yeah. It's just like, guy, you know? <laughs> yeah. Slow down. Steve brings some flowers and he says, you know, before anyone tells you differently, I'm the thoughtful one. Mm-hmm. So good. just in- good to know. Good to take <laughs> note of. Mm-hmm. Steve and Brandon head out. They're going to the paper. Before they leave, they kind of like hang out on the porch for a second and Steve is like, why is she moving in here? Why isn't she going back to the Walsh house? And apparently it's the only place she remembers. And mm-hmm. so she just would feel more comfortable at the beach house. Yeah. Brandon has also noticed that she is not wearing the ring anymore. Mm-hmm. So that makes him sad. Yeah. I mean, it would be sad, but honest to goodness, you're not yeah. helping anyone. <laughs> After the intro, Kelly is rearranging the pillows in Dude, a insane crazy clown way. music. Insane clown music is playing. Yeah. Like, I don't know what it was. It was nuts. She rearranges the pillows. As I was watching the show, I realized I've never seen these episodes with music replacement because when I watched them the first time around, fine. And when I watched through with my wife, like, I don't know, 10 years ago, that was during the DVR craze. And so I set it to, um, tape everything or whatever you do dvr everything uh when it was airing on soapnet which had all the original music so it's just baffling the choices i mean i guess i'd rather have the episodes than not have them but still (laughs) make better choices yeah donna comments about like oh you this is a thing you do you rearrange the pillows after i arrange the pillows which She arranges them in a in a strange way. I don't know why why you would ever arrange them this either. way. She's but. got style. Donna's dressed like Lara Croft. She is. She just yes. has a little teal crop top and shorts. She a, looks like a she's tiny about tiny teal crop tiny, top. Tiny, tiny. She looks like she's gonna raid some tombs any minute. Yes. Uh, so Kelly is like, you know, I don't remember that you and I are friends, but I feel it. Like mm-hmm. she just knows that she and Donna are friends, but she also has that feeling about Valerie. And Donna's like, well, maybe don't trust every instinct you're right, having. Right. right yeah, that's worth a conversation, probably. <laughs> Kelly asks Donna, did I really love Brandon? Or like, were we in love? And Donna says, yes, you were. And, you know, just just give it time. Yeah. It'll it'll come Donna back. Doesn't to you. hedge at all. She's not like, yes. Because it yeah. had been a pretty rough streak for Kelly and Brandon before this point. But Donna's no, no yeah. hesitation. Yeah. You love him. You want some more of him. All right. Then we have David, Noah, and Devin arrive. Mm-hmm. Devin is, I guess, I, I feel like there's there's several things in this episode that it's just like, this is okay. what they do now. Okay. Yeah. David is going to sign a band. Right. To, uh, to his own label that right. he has. Yes. He's like not, I thought he was trying to hook them to play in the Peach Pit or be like the house band, but no, he's going to 
be their manager manager i guess yeah yeah who knows okay so yeah so Devin is also going to be crashing at the beach house because he got in a fight with his girlfriend doesn't have anywhere to stay and this is very annoying to donna but david is trying to sign the band and so he's like you know please we got to do this Mm -hmm. and kelly's like hey man i don't mind it's fine it's fine go ahead yeah then kelly asks noah if he would like to go for a walk yeah and he's like well uh, that wasn't such a hit last time, so maybe maybe we skipped the walk. <laughs> yeah, but she convinces him. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't take much. So th- it didn't take much. <laughs> <laughs> so they do go on a walk, and Noah's talking about, you know, he's kind of treating being in L.A. as a fresh start, even though he's kind of from L.A.? Is that what we're gathering here, or that he lived in L.A. Yeah, before? Right. Yes. And so they sit down and have a conversation about, you know... I used to live with Brandon, but I'm not sure that's what I want anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm having feelings for someone else. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> so subtle. And Kelly's like, I have a crush on every boy. <laughs> and Noah's like, listen, I can see you've got a great life. I know you don't remember, but don't isn't that what you want to like figure things out with Brandon? And Kelly says yes. Yes. My God. And this is the end of Kelly. Being into Noah, I guess. Maybe. I maybe. I, I don't know. This episode at yeah, least. Yeah. At the Peach Pit, Valerie and Donna are going over all their personal shopping stuff. And Cooper Hargrove has asked them to plan a party, which is not personal shopping. And I still like, like I guess there's no point getting in the weeds on this, but like, do they work for that lady in this part of this? Are they starting their own thing? Is it just whatever you want? It makes zero sense. I don't. I don't know. And I guess Donna's fine with Valerie now because it was like five episodes yeah. ago where she was like, "Kill her." She must. And die. why wouldn't this guy like when he's looking up party planners? Did I? I don't, I don't know. know. Like, how did he find them? But he wants them to plan a party for two hundred of his closest friends. Yeah, a big chunk. So. Yeah. At the newspaper, Steve is not having luck getting anyone to like buy ad space or to like sell the paper mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. for them. Um, and Brandon is concerned because they don't have like our like article mission. They don't have anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they don't have anything that sets them apart. Right. By the way, they're on a deadline. This whole episode. Who created this I'm deadline? Not, I'm not sure. I don't know. It's their first. Yeah. It's their first thing. Because they're not like, even, it's not even like a new issue of the Beverly Hills Shopper. It's like a whole new thing, the Beverly Beat. And I, is it free? Like, is it free and is only run by I ads? I think so. Okay. I think so. I think that's the well, plan. Well, I guess if they have agreements with some advertisers that like, this will be out on this date. So, you know, promote accordingly. Maybe that's the deadline. I don't know. Okay. Because I'm thinking like, you know, they have to get it. Sure. They have to get it to the printer at a certain time yeah. or whatever but like it's their first issue so maybe they could just push it a week i don't know they probably could but anyway they're on a deadline so while they're working kelly arrives i guess she knows enough to get down to the newspaper place she's never been to before and she said she tells brandon that she wants to be with him and that she she wants to go get dinner together yeah dinner but it's clearly 9 a.m it's fine 
Yeah. Brandon, Brandon's like, well, I'm done now. We can go. And so he leaves. But he slams down his laptop, and it is the chunkiest laptop I've ever seen in my life. I'm so glad it you brought that up. It was crazy. crazy. I loved it. It was like two couch cushions that he closed. It's beautiful. Yeah, but meanwhile, Donna is stuck in a season two Brenda plot line. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so yeah. So Donna goes to this fashion designer. I don't know. And she's showing him her designs Mm -hmm. and he's like love it i'll buy them from you and i want you to work freelance and this is this is your big break i'm going to use your designs and she's so happy about this but as she's leaving she like gets lost on the way out and she stumbles upon a sweatshop yeah like (laughs) yeah and a girl comes out she's like She's burned her arm yeah. very badly yeah. on like the, steam press. the heat press. Yeah. And of course, Donna is aghast. Yeah. She's very upset yeah. by what she sees, but they like shut her out and they won't let her come mm-hmm. in. Um, but yeah, as soon as that happened, I was like, okay, why can't Donna just be happy? Just do a thing. Yeah, just do a thing, <laughs> yeah. Donna. Back at the Walsh house. Kelly and Brandon are looking around and she says that she wants to see her in Brandon's room. So they go up there and she looks around. Brandon rambles about the wallpaper that she was picking Mm -hmm. and how she was going to wallpaper the rooms. And after she looks around for a little bit, she gets really upset because she's not remembering anything. And she just decides that she, she says, I want to go home meeting the beach house. So she asked him to take her home. Donna and Valerie go to Harper. What's his name? Harper Cosgrove. <laughs> and Harper Cosgrove. <laughs> Cooper. Cooper Hargrove. <laughs> well, the only thing in my head was Harper Collins. And I no, was like, that's, well, that's, that's not publisher. right. Yeah, that's not it. Yes, it is. No. So what is it? Cooper. Cooper Hargrove. Cooper Hargrove. I wrote Harper here. Okay. So, okay. So they go to Cooper's house. Yeah. And as they're waiting to meet with Cooper, they see a man yelling at the chef, just like chewing him out. Really chewing him out, yeah. And they assume that this is Cooper. And so when a man sits down to talk with them, they're like, oh, this Cooper guy, like, he's terrible. We should drive the price up and everything. And then they are like, oops, you're Cooper. Oh, who would have thought? Whoops. Who would have thought? He doesn't fire them. He thinks they're doing a great job with the party. And he even invites them to come to the party. But they both turn him down. And Donna is very surprised that Valerie would turn him down because yeah. he's rich. She, he's yeah. young. He's rich. He's good looking. And she kind of gives Valerie. She's like, well, I can't. But Valerie, maybe. And Valerie's like, no, I can't either. Yeah. So she says, you know, you must be really hung up on Noah mm-hmm. if you're turning down all that money. Down. Turning down that money, honey. back at the newspaper steve and brandon offer terry a job and she already has another job offer at an established paper but they say you know all we can offer you is more input than you've ever had Mm. on a job and will ever have on a job so she says she'll take it and after that they're like hey we don't have anything (laughs) basically (laughs) And yeah. she's like, a health plan? <laughs> What's their solution oh, yeah. for the health, Brandon health says, plan? If one of us gets sick, the other two promise to visit. Yeah. 
at the Peach Pit After Dark, Devin's band rocking the house. Yeah, Everyone is. It's and it looks full yeah. in the Peach Pit. Yeah, hopefully David remembered Finally. the white wine, so everything's going well. Hopefully, yep. Hopefully, and this is where David is talking about. Yeah, he's gonna like record a demo for them, and he's like putting all this money. Where is he getting this money? We he hasn't had any money. I don't know. But now he. I don't know. He's. At one point, <laughs> going to put was all this like, money into yeah, it. I'm not sure what's happening. And he's like, oh, it'll be, you know, once they hit it big, I'll make my money back. It's going to sure, be fine. Sure. It's a sure thing, Kendra. It's surefire. They see Carly listening to the group and they call her over. And Steve is very curt with her. Mm-hmm. He's like, Carly, what are you doing here? And she's like, oh, it sounds like a, a name. Carly, what are you doing here? Um, but he's, yeah, he's upset to see her yeah. at the Peach Pit. Yeah. And Brandon kind of points out, like, I think it's because you keep shooting him yeah, down every get time like he a, asks you a, out. An extended Carly Brandon scene. Like, other than Nat, I feel like this is the first time Carly has spoken to a man. I know. Character. I was like, they're having this discussion. And I'm like, do they know each other? Yeah. I also feel a little bit like watching this. I was like, it's a little, it's like too little too late, I think, for this character. Because we're five episodes in. And this is the first time she's been anything but a, a romantic antagonist for Steve. Like, stuck in a yeah. Steve side plot. And, like, if we were doing more of this early on, like, maybe we could have found some magic. Who knows? Well, then Carly, I, again, like, do they know each other I don't know, because well? she's really pulling out some deep cuts She's here. like, I think you're avoiding going home yeah. because the person you love isn't there. Yeah. <laughs> and Brandon's like, I'm sorry, your name is Carly, is it? <laughs> where's, where's your kid's father, Carly? If we're getting deep, where is he? <laughs> Brandon says that they did catch the shooter and he is awaiting trial. And so he kind of feels like he can't ask for much more. Like she's doing well. They caught the shooter. So he feels guilty, you know, wanting her to remember him. But at the same time, Mm -hmm. it's hard. Mm -hmm. All right. Valerie goes to visit Noah on a boat that he is fixing up. I guess. Yeah. And... (laughs) And she's like, oh, just in the neighborhood. And she's trying to be like flirty, flirty with him. And to, I mean, to her credit, he does just like whip off his shirt and change shirts in True. front of her. True. I mean, he's sending mixed signals. But yeah, he he is also trying to just like say goodnight mm-hmm. and give her the brush yep. off. And she's very like, I don't know. She's so into him. And for no it's a little reason, crazy. For no good reason. I mean, it is, it's kind of like the Stephen Carly thing. It's like the other person is not interested, you know? I mean, until yeah. they are, right? Until they randomly are. But like, yeah. come on. She's like, you know, just say it. I'm, I'm good for one night, but not for the next. And she thinks he's into Kelly. And he says it's not Kelly, but there is someone else. So she, you know, he gets rid of her. She leaves crying. And she's sitting in her car and she sees him leave the boat and get in his car. And so she, like a stalker, decides to follow him mm-hmm. wherever he's mm-hmm. going in his car. She thinks he's going to see this girl yeah, that he girl. is choosing over mm-hmm. her. At the Walsh house, Brandon is sleeping and he has a nightmare and we see a flashback to the, the shooting. The shooting. Mm-hmm. And he's awoken by Kelly calling him on the phone. And she has been reading through her journals 
And she's like, you've always been there for me. Yeah, but she does not lead with that. She's like, you know, you were there for me with Dylan. You were there for me with when I was on drugs. And he's like, oh my gosh, you remember. She's like, no, I just been reading the journals. But like, lead with that, girl. Lead with it. Yeah. Don't give him false hope. But yeah, she just called to tell him that and to tell him that she's trying really hard. Good. Noah drives to like an overlook Mm -hmm. of the city. And Valerie has followed him and gets out of the car and is like, where's this? Where's this girl? Where was she when you made love to me? She's so dense in this scene. I know. Noah's like, she's not doing anything now. And Valerie's like, well, I bet she's a whore. You know, it's like, just put the pieces together, Valerie. It's a a good transition because Valerie's like, get over her. She'll live. And he's like, she won't live. She's dead. (laughs) She's dead. No reference yeah. to Valerie in the whole, like, the overhang, like, her and David, like, all that stuff. Yeah. I felt like this was a golden opportunity and a, and a place where they could connect, but nope. No. So, apparently, he lost control of the car while driving with his girlfriend, and she ended up dying in the car accident. So, Valerie tries to, like, give him a hug and be like, I'm so sorry, but he pushes her away and yells at her to just leave. I was not a fan of this scene or the acting in this scene it it just felt very like schmaltzy Mm -hmm. i'm not i'm not really liking vincent young (laughs) i don't i honestly as an actor (laughs) i don't think that it's his fault i think that like it's like with carly we are taking so long to give her anything and with vincent young with noah it's like no he's just fully in it with the whole gang he's just fully in it so it's like They're taking very different approaches, and it's kind of failing both of them. I I really don't think it's him as an actor. I think it's what they're asking him to do. I don't know. Some of his delivery... This is going to be such a niche, like, uh, thing, but you'll get it, Nick. You know, in Space Mutiny, when the the guy just keeps being like, hey, I don't need this. (laughs) That's what his deliveries are like. I I will always take a Mystery Science Theater reference. I'm happy to accept that. Um, yeah, you're right. I mean, he's not he's not doing great, but I just feel like there there's no groundwork laid for him to be in relationships with these characters. He's just got nowhere to go. Yeah, you know. Like, yeah, it's it's odd. I agree. Okay, Donna. The next day goes back to this sweatshop, and she's waiting for this one of the girls that she saw, not the one who got burned, but the one who was helping mm-hmm. her. And she tries to talk to her about like what happened to that girl. Is she okay? Did they give you workman's comp? Are you are you getting paid minimum wage? And the girl does not want to talk to her because she doesn't want to lose her job. Yeah. Do you really think Donna doesn't know the situation that she's stumbled upon? Uh, I do by that. Yes, I do believe that. Oh, okay. At the newspaper, Carly and Nat bring food for the gang because they're on a deadline. Mm-hmm. They're on a they- deadline. They've only got a couple hours left. It's fun to have somebody else in the Peach Pit outfit. Fun to see Nat outside yeah. of the Peach Pit. Never mind that he had a child uh, that we never talk about, but yeah, sometimes, sometimes he makes deliveries of food. <laughs> Donna comes in and she's like, boy, do I have a story for you. She wants them to do this story yeah. about this You get a little Donna Carly scene there, too. So Carly's just making the rounds now. Yeah, she's everyone's friend. So Steve is a little cold to Carly. He like gives her the brush off. And so she goes to talk to him and is like, so we can't be friends just because I don't want to date you. Mm -hmm. 
And they have this whole back and forth about like, what's her type? And she wants someone stable and patient and responsible. And in fact, she has a date that night, Ooh. but her mom can't babysit. So she can't go. So Steve offers to watch Zach so that she can go on this date. What a stand-up guy. No ulterior motive there. No, I mean, he does. He is very good with yeah, Zach. I think he genuinely yeah, likes Zach. I think he does, too. So they're, they're one hour to deadline. So Brandon tells Donna, let's get more information, and we'll put this in the next issue. Good call. Cooler heads prevailed. I don't know when, how far after, later this scene is, but Noah's on the boat drinking i guess it's the next I day so. i think so you know and what cracks me up about this know. scene kendra there's a pizza hut box in the scene and it stood out to me so hard because they never do that they're never like oh let me just drink my pepsi cola and there was yeah just, i feel like it wasn't intentional like they just threw stuff around to make it look like he was partying but there's just a very clear 90s pizza hut box and i loved seeing it and i'm hungry right now <laughs> So Valerie stops by again, and she's in this, like, she's in jeans and, like, a tight, yeah, tight white, white tank, tank top. Yeah. And apparently Noah is taking a job back in Hawaii. So he's leaving. He's going to be Pulling leaving. Pulling Yeah. And she's, like, you know, being all seductive and is, like, you know, you want this and I want this. She's and going he's so like, hard. I- she really is. He's like, I don't want this. Like he's like crying, saying, I don't want this. I know. <laughs> and Valerie's bully. like, you do, you can't help it. Yeah. Valerie's Valerie's like on how to catch a predator right now. She's yeah. She's about to get caught. Well, it works. They it does. get to kiss it. It works. So. It works. Any situation where you can go from crying to uh, sex on a boat, I think is a really beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's ideal. At Donna and David's quick little scene donna brings in a dress for kelly and says she has to put it on and she can't ask questions at carly's house steve is reading with zach and carly comes out ready for her date she's all dressed up she looks really pretty and she you know says goodbye to the boys and she goes out on her date and steve steve does this whole like talk making his stomach talk thing that was pretty cringe, it was. I'm going to say. It was cringe. Okay, there's two things about this scene. One, when Ian Searing pulls up his shirt, his stomach is all red, because clearly they did that scene multiple times. <laughs> so it's red from him pinching his own stomach. The other thing is they're reading a comic book, and I was really zoomed in uh, on the comic, trying to figure out what it was. But what happens is Steve is holding the comic book, and he gets up to walk Carly to the door. And then when it cuts back to Zach, Zach is reading the comic book, and Steve's hands are empty. So just a, just a little mistake that I only noticed because I was like, what is this comic book? Well, what what was the comic book? It seems like I had a fake cover on it. The inside was clearly like ah. a Silver Age DC comic, but the front of it was something else, something made mm. up. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, Zach says that he wishes Carly was out with Steve. Oh, okay. So. Get that kid's hopes right up. That's what I say. <laughs> Back at Donna David's, they have set up this romantic Guys, dinner for Brandon and Kelly on the porch. Can we just let Kelly deal from her traumatic brain injury and her surgery? <laughs> That's another thing, by the way. Kelly had some serious abdominal surgery, and she's just fine. Yeah. She's totally Eat fine. whatever she There's wants. nothing about it at all. It's no, She's not full of staples and sutures. She's fine. It's a rough recovery. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's a rough recovery. It takes a while. So, yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> and still, your stomach I'm not doesn't great, work. Kendra. I'm not great. <laughs> yeah, no. So yeah, Brandon's all like he's in a suit, and Kelly's in the dress, and they yeah. have candles, and very romantic. I can't uh, with the tan suit. I just, I just. I can't know it's it. a, not a good look. It's not a good look. Also, like for fall, I don't know. I tan. I don't know. Yeah, didn't like it. David tells Donna that he has to go to the club tonight and work on this stuff for the band and whatever. But the next day is just going to be the two of them. They're going to have all night together. Ooh. All so. night long. <laughs> Kelly tells Brandon that she's been remembering, you know, little things here and there, but she still gets really confused. And Brandon says, I've been remembering things too. I remember the way that you... I don't know. I, he he lists several things that Kelly does. And then they talk about how she made him dance yeah. at a high school dance. And they kind of stand up and recreate that. The way that they decide when they're going to show a flashback and when they don't is always very confusing to me because I felt like a flashback. We needed it. Yeah, but maybe maybe it would have been confusing. Maybe it would have been like, oh, is Kelly remembering that or is Brandon? But like, I would have liked mm-hmm. to have seen that little scene. Yeah. At Carly's house, Steve and Zach are looking through the window as Carly's date drops her off after the date. And he's like, he's got Zach on his shoulders and they're both looking out the window. It's cute. And there's like no kiss. You can see that Carly like pulls away when the guy tries to kiss her. So they're both very happy about that. So Zach runs off to bed to pretend to be asleep. And when Carly comes in, you know, she she doesn't seem like she enjoyed the date. Very much. Yeah. She goes to check on Zach and it looks like he's sleeping, but she knows that he's pretending to be asleep. Mm -hmm. So she little fella. She she thanks Steve for watching him and shows him out. Mm -hmm. But they both are a little little Twitter pated, it seems. Mm -hmm. Something's happening. At Donna and David's the next day, Kelly and Jackie are eating breakfast on the porch and they see the Beverly beat. They did it. They got the paper out on time and Brandon left a copy on the porch for them. And as Kelly is looking at the picture of Brandon in the paper, is this, we get a flashback here, right? Yeah. To the ring. Yes. Of the ring and them saying, I love you. And she touch, you know, touches her neck, and the ring isn't there, and she is like, "Ah, oh, something's missing." Yeah, which I kind of like this. I buy Kelly remembering seeing the newspaper and seeing him in the newspaper. As something about that feels very genuine to me, like that yeah. could actually work, you know, rather than him so. being like, "Love me," you know. Yeah, <laughs> love me, love me. It's a very musical episode, Kendra. <laughs> At the Walsh house, Valerie gets her paycheck from Donna. And Cooper called to say thank you for the party. And he wanted to thank Valerie personally. Mm, Personally. He really wanted Valerie to know how thankful he was. Listen, I am totally down for Donna and Valerie bearing the hatchet and just like being friends at this point. But you've got to address it. Yeah, acknowledge it. A few lines like, boy, we sure have had a checkered past where I try to sleep with everyone you've ever spoken to. (laughs) You know, but now everything's fine. Like, that's all I need and I'll accept it. Yeah. Well, Donna says, you know, it seems like Kelly is 
really making trying to make it work with Brandon. So the field is wide open for Noah mm-hmm. if she's interested. And Valerie says that she ran out on Noah that morning because she likes him too much. Uh-huh. So she right. whined and complained and right. cried this whole right. episode. Right. And then she ran away in the morning. Yeah. That's Listen, stupid. It's a power move and I don't hate it for her. You know, but it's dumb. It is well, yeah, but I mean, it might make him be like, "No, oh, I just opened up, Valerie. I need you." You know, if I was him, I'd be like, "What the heck? You yeah. said you want. You Listen, said you wanted this." It's manipulative, but it could work. Is all I'm saying. Well, Donna is like, "Don't wreck it." Don't Maybe wreck it. don't wreck don't it. wreck it. Remember that guy who was starring in a movie that Valerie had an affair with? Yes, he was gone. Didn't last long yeah. at all. Nope, he's out of there. Back at Donna David's, Devin and the band are all hanging out at the house, yeah. much to Donna's chagrin. Yeah. She's very annoyed that they're there because it was supposed to be just her and David mm-hmm. for the night. Mm-hmm. So Devin is like, hey, we're going to get more beer. Do you guys want anything? At least they're considerate. I like when Donna walks in, they're like, oh, hey, Donna, come in. And she's like, <laughs> thanks. Uh... So David is trying to walk on thin ice with them because he's he's like, you know, they could go sign with a different manager yeah, any a ma- second. A manager who is a manager. A manager with connections and knows how to be a manager. They could sign with one of those guys. Yes. So Donna's like, it's fine. Don't kick them out. They want you to drop a contract, so we'll deal yeah, with it. It's not I don't feel like she's not being that cool with like david trying to make some career moves here it's like there's nothing just i don't know i just didn't really feel like she was being that supportive is all but yeah okay so then donna is walking to her room and she hears devin on the phone and he's telling someone like i know what i'm doing signing this contract and he uses like a racial slur as he's talking what is he What's he say? <laughs> he says, I mean, this is a direct quote. He says, yes, he says, uh, I'm not going to let someone Jew me down. So he's yes. using like an anti-Semitic, basically yes. saying you're trying to be cheap is what he said. Right, right. And so Donna like hears this. Yeah. But she keeps walking. So I, I was like, I mean, I guess this is going to come into play later. But yes. I was like, she's finding sweatshops. She's having to deal with yeah. band members using racial slurs. Like, yeah. what? Yeah. What is Donna's thing right now? Right, right. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, that's just a little seed that we're bearing for later. Valerie goes to Cooper's house to follow to follow up with him. He needed a a follow up on he how did. they did. did, and he also, you know, wants to shoot a shot again and see if maybe she is interested mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in going out with him. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know what she's doing. Here, I guess she's she's gonna give it a shot with with Cooper. See how I that goes. I think the needle we're threading is that she's really interested in Noah. Can she fight her instinct to go for the gold? Literally, mm-hmm. you know, like can she prioritize who she cares about more than the idea of attaining wealth? I think that's what we're doing. Okay, well, I guess we'll see. They have matching beauty marks. I just, I don't want anybody to miss that. They each have on the, high on the cheek, they have a matching beauty mark, so. Our last scene is at the newspaper. Steve, Brandon, and Terry are celebrating their first issue going out. And Steve is even getting some calls from people saying they want 
to place ads in yeah. the paper for the next issue. Kelly arrives as they're celebrating and she tells Brandon, she says something about like, oh, I know how important your writing is to you and you do this when you're writing. Mm -hmm. And he realizes, oh, you remember. Yeah. Right. Um, so it's, it is coming back to her and she says, you know, without Brandon there, she feels more lost than ever. And she gives him the ring and turns around for him to put the necklace back on her neck. But he says, the next time I put this ring on you, I want it to be for the rest of your life. I can't with this ring anymore, Kendra. How many times? I know. They've really How milked it for all it's worth. How many times? Yep. Then Kelly asks, can we go home? And then they kiss. <gasps> oh. It's all fine. Yeah. She so I guess my question uh, for this whole season is, well, why did we do it then? Yeah. What was the point? Why We've we asked do it? that a lot in this why, show. Why did but... we do it? Um, here's another thing that I have to ask you, Kendra. You have a character like Terry who is sort of organically coming into the fold because of the Beverly Beat. Like, if they want to inject some new life and bring in some new characters, why isn't that the new main character versus, like, let's totally make up, like, a, a storyline for a, a character and just, like, inject her really awkwardly? Because that's what we're getting with Carly. Like, why couldn't we just have, like, made Terry the new character? Yeah. Where you need it, where you need to fill out the, this whole new plot line that we're doing where it's like Brandon and Steve working together. That's the ideal spot. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I, Car I Carly is not filling a hole. She is like an addition that doesn't settle in anywhere. You know? Yeah. Noah is at least Dylan. I mean, at least, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we have a spot for that. I, I just don't get it. But anyway, um, what's your nine or two and no snap, Kedra? Uh, I mean, if I'm going for the most like, dramatic soapy scene i'll give it to valerie and noah yes. on the overlook she's dead she doesn't live anymore at all that's gotta be there's it. no living that's gotta be it okay kendra what's your verdict on this episode i i think it's a thumbs down okay for me on okay. this episode there's too many retcons and yeah. crazy things going yeah. on and noah and valerie i'm just like yeah, not into no, at all. I agree. I agree. I was a little more like I, I do like Noah as a character. I, I'm finding that I'm interested in him in a way that I wasn't like the last time I watched this. I'm kind of like, all right, what is this? What is this going to bring? I do like the Beverly Beat. I wish that that was more of a central focus. Yeah. You know, like I wish that they could I wish that they could just feel like we do not have to have relationship drama in every single character. Like, mm -hmm. let us have the Beverly beat. Let us have Donna's, like, embarking on a fashion career. And then, okay, pick a relationship that you want to be fraught. But right now, no one has any level of personal satisfaction. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's just too mm -hmm. much. It's just too much. So yeah. there are things that I like, but it's so sloppy. And it's so, like, all right, uh, uh, this week, uh, Steve was uh, driving a hot air balloon. You know, it's like, what are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? I, I mean, I'd watch that. Yeah, Stephen, a hot air balloon? Sure. Yeah. Sure. So, I don't know. I'm a little like, all right, let's see what happens. Because I like the Beverly Beat. I guess that's what I would say. Yeah. I think that I has too. potential. I think it has potential. Okay. Well, Kendra, you can catch me every other week on This Endorian Life, a Star Wars podcast from the Radio Meanwhile Network. Also, But Have You Tried, where I recently had to knit a scarf. Did I do okay? Did I like it? The only way to find out is to listen to But Have You Tried. What about uh, what about you, Kendra? What are you up to? 
I'm Miss Musebox 91 online, and I am the co-host of the podcast 90s Music Got Me Like, where we talk 90s music. Mm-hmm. And Valentine's Day, we're talking Whitney Houston. That's right. And speaking of Valentine's Day, next up is our Valentine's Day special. As you may recall, our last Valentine's Day special was I Want to Marry Ryan Banks. And for those of you who know, you currently are singing I Want to Marry Ryan Banks. Banks. That's it. Uh, but this year, uh, since we're missing Kathleen Robertson, we're going to be covering the 2009 film Not Since You. So watch along. You can watch it on Freebie. It's it's free online, so you can go and find it. Watch with us. Tell us what you think. And that's what we're talking about for Valentine's Day. Then, back to 902 and 0, with Season 8, Episode 6, The Right Thing. All right. 902 and here we go. 